The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Vibing. Welcome to Fat Girl Jokes Podcast. I would uh, say welcome back, but it's been a while, so most people probably left. Uh, just kidding. Actually, I found out that we hit almost 2,000 listeners over this past month, which I haven't put out any content. So if you're just finding this, I appreciate you uh, for listening and uh, wanting to come back after a month of nothing. Depression will do that to you. So <laughs> um, basically, life finds a way to to just fuck yourself over and over and over again. It, it's freaking hard, man. Um, so basically at the end of September, I honestly cannot remember the last time I put out a, an episode. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it was September or August. Life's been crazy. Um, depression gets in the way and then, you know, you pull out of it and you're great. And then, you know, you're trying to pick up the pieces from the life that you had before the depression bout. And then by the time you do that, you're just like, you know, sinking back into the hole. So over this past month, I switched schedules at work. So instead of working nights, four days a week, I actually, excuse me, instead of working 10 hour shifts at night until 9 p.m., four days a week, I now work five days a week, eight hour shifts, eight to five, Monday through Friday. Something much more normal, something that I have been wanting since I began working at the age of 15. (laughs) I like having weekends off and I like having time after work to decompress rather than, okay, I'm out of work, I'm going to eat dinner and then I'm going to go to sleep and then I'm going to wake up and not do fucking anything. And, you know, none of my friends are off in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. So it's kind of hard to see my friends when I'm working until 9 p.m., And especially when I'm working on Fridays and Saturdays until 9 p.m. So now it makes me more available to decline plans with friends because of COVID. Oh my God, I am... COVID is really getting to me over the past, I want to say, two weeks. Not even the whole month. But COVID has been just gnarly. I don't know, the quarantine and everything... It's just been really hard for me, and I'm sure it's been really hard for everyone because I'm not a fucking asshole who thinks that I'm the only person affected by this virus that is a worldwide pandemic. No, I know I'm not the only one. So I feel with everyone when, you know, everyone looks around and they they see, you know, oh, this person had a Halloween party, this person had a birthday party, you went out to a, a restaurant, and I know I'm not the only person sitting at home, like damn, I really wish I could go out there, but COVID. (laughs) Like, you're trying to be as safe as possible, but you also want to have fun. You want to live your life, especially if you're in your 20s or or if you have kids, you want them to have fun. So it's just such a hard freaking time. I missed out, I feel like, on two parties so far. My best friend throws some of the best parties ever, and she throws them, and I've had to decline twice. Um, I've missed, uh, family parties. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I I don't know if I'm going to be missing, you know, parties in the future, 
Christmas, Thanksgiving, we, um, Anthony and I decided to do solo. Me and him and the dog, no one else, no possible uh, contamination between families and things. Uh, my mom has diabetes. She's high risk. So I'm trying my best to stay as far away from her as possible while also spending some time with her because that's really, really difficult. And I'm sure that everyone knows what that's like. But uh, all of my friends kind of you know, pushing themselves out more, getting dressed up, going to Halloween parties. This is my favorite time of the year. My birthday actually was on the 29th of October. And usually my birthday really just makes me sad. And I know a lot of people have that where you're approaching your birthday, whether it's 18, 20, 21, which is supposed to be really happy, 25, 30, like no matter what age you're turning, if it's a big one, if it's a minuscule one, whatever it is, I feel like a lot of people get that dread, like, am I doing enough? And I got that. Um, the week of my birthday, like, move, like leading up to it, I actually have um, the, the whole week off after my birthday. But the week leading up, I was working every single day to make sure that I could take off. And the dread of I don't have anything going on. I don't have a career. I haven't podcasted in a month. I, you know, I'm not making enough money. I'm I'm renting a house and I'm not buying ones like other people. And I've been uh, really comparing myself to a lot of others. And I think that's one of the reasons that it's been affecting me so much is that I see others doing things and making moves and I feel very stagnant. Um, that's why I want to be engaged so badly. That's why I want to buy a house. That's why I want to freaking move somewhere and, and do something with my life. I feel like I'm not doing anything. And that's really difficult to have to think about. And I know, again, that so many people are going through this, whether it's now, whether it was three years ago, no matter what, when birthdays come around, I feel like everyone has that moment of, shit, what am I doing? And, and like, because you get, you get faced with that existential dread. You get faced with that, this is one more year that I've been alive and one more year that I'm close to death. Uh, that is if you, you know, live to be old. No one ever knows if they're going to die tomorrow. So it's super morbid. And you get like slapped in the face moving up to your birthday with that morbidity. So normally I love morbidity. It's like, I don't even know if that's a word. Shit. Oh, we'll find out later. Um, but I, I love that kind of thing when it's in horror movies. I don't like it when it's my own life and I feel like I'm not doing enough. So that's been kind of my thought process over the past month, month and a half of what am I doing? I'm not doing enough. You know, how am I progressing? Why am I not progressing as fast as others? Why didn't I go to school for something that was more prospective for a, for a job in the field? You know, I wasted four four years, three and a half. I like totally dropped out mid-semester once, but I, I wasted, you know, three years in college getting a degree in fashion design and fashion business. And then I met Anthony and, and now I can't do anything with it. And I don't want to do anything with it. I don't really care anymore. It's not a lucrative business 
from you know the get-go you really have to have like insane talent you have to be ruthless you have to take criticism and that's not who I am and it's not I don't I don't maybe it was me when I first started but it's not me anymore so I kind of had to reevaluate you know what I'm doing with my life and what I want to do with it and every month probably once a month I get into this idea of what makes me happy what are things that I want to do to be the person that I want to be. And a lot of the times it's eat healthy, do yoga, meditate. I really want to be like this wholesome hippie who lives in a cottage, cottage core to the max. Um, But I always kind of just let it go. Like I write it all down and I'm like, okay, see you, bye. Crumple it up, toss it in the trash. I don't know. I get so caught up in the mundane that I lose sight of things that I know are important to me because I freaking write them down once a month. The same fucking things that I want to do that I know would make me happy, that I know would make me the person I want to be. And I just toss it out the window because I'm more focused on my day-to-day work and the house being a disaster and, you know, eating too much or eating not enough or drinking too much coffee. That's not a thing. You can't drink too much coffee. Everything else but that. So it's just been, it's been a wild mental month for me. Um, But I'm trying, you know, and I feel like that's the only thing that any of us can do. We can try. We can just do our best. And you know what? Sometimes your best today isn't your best tomorrow. The same best that you have today is not going to be the same best that you had yesterday. You know, sometimes we're just, we're just down, you know, and we're allowed to have that. That's something that me and my therapist talk a lot. Tony, shout out. Um, Tony and I really talk about the fact that everyone's allowed to have a bad day, especially right now. Um, I've progressed a lot in my therapy, and even now I still have some bad days. Um, Only recently have I had a bad day where it's, like, been really bad, and I've, you know, been in a really, really dark, dark place. But that was, you know, COVID on top of existential dread, on top of loneliness, and, you know, everything on top of everything really caused that. And I... Sometimes I think for other people, it doesn't work for me, but hopefully it works for someone else listening. You're not alone. A lot of people go through this. A lot, Pretty much everyone is going through something like this. No one is really thriving right now. We're all just surviving. So, you know, just just do the best you can today. Get through today. And then tomorrow, if it's not the best, just push through it. And then when you wake up, tell yourself that it's going to be better and tell yourself that it's not going to progress from yesterday into tomorrow into the next day after that. That's something that I really work on now um, as I've been able to determine, I guess, what are my triggers for the most part when it comes to depression and anxiety. Once I figured out what the triggers were, 
it's not something that I do or say. It just kind of happens. It's just life, you know? And coping mechanisms are really important, but also just the mere fact of handling it. My biggest problem is when I get into a depression funk, when I, you know, jump into that hole, I can't crawl out a lot of the times. And like Silence of the Lambs, just think about Silence of the Lambs. Like it puts the lotions on the skin or it gets the hose. Like that that's kind of my fucking depression. I swear to God, you're sitting at the bottom of that fucking well and you're looking up trying to figure out a way out and your depression's looking down at you like put the lotion on the skin bitch (laughs) and meanwhile you're like clawing at the bricks of the well trying to get up I I try my best sometimes it feels like instead of climbing up sometimes it feels like I'm getting the hose and the thing that I've been working on the most is taking one brick at a time crawling up out of the hole I've been able to take that from a whole week to a whole day. So instead of taking a week for me to get out of this this snowballed, you know, darkness, I don't know, and snowball because it started small and big, you get what I mean. But, it, it, you know, instead of taking a week to get out of that darkness, it only takes me about a day. And sometimes it only takes me half a day, which is something that I am so proud of you know, half the time when I cry in therapy, it's because I'm happy now. <laughs> Tony will point out like, he's like, that's progress. He point, takes his little pen and he points at me and he's like, that's your progress. And I'm like, thanks, Tony. Like, I really feel like I'm doing so well because I fucking am. And this is the first time in my life that I have done everything to make sure that my mental health is in fucking order. And anything that is being affected by my mental health is being worked on. You know, I um I have not really trauma, but I've had bad experiences in a relationship with sex. And so it's stuck with me. And so it's been hard with those experiences and my antidepressants to have sex sometimes. Um and to have a healthy sex life, it, it's hard. So once I started getting my mental health in order, I started taking these vitamins that actually help kind of give you energy and also combat the antidepressant, um, I don't know, libido inhibitors, I guess. Um, I'm not sponsored at all, um, but I hope you fucking sponsor me because I've been telling all of my friends about this. The vitamins, they're by Ray, R-A-E, and I'm not a doctor, so don't come at me do your own fucking research, but they are 100% natural, non-hormonal vitamins by Ray, R-A-E, that you can get them at Target, and they are called In The Mood. Now, I've been taking them for, ooh, one, two, three, four, I think I'm on my fifth month now of taking them, my second month taking them. They messed with my period and I thought I was pregnant for two weeks. That was terrifying. (laughs) But uh, other than that, there has been such a significant increase in libido, I can't even tell you. I have once gone six months without sex. And you can understand the turmoil that my relationship was going through during that time. Now, 
it is so much more regular that I don't fear losing Anthony over. So once again, I tell all my friends, but I am not a doctor. Do your own research. Talk to your own doctor. Don't just take my word for it. Don't be an idiot. Look into it. But the vitamins by Ray in the mood, fantastic for fighting the libido inhibitors and antidepressants. Um, there's a lot of other stronger things you can do if it's if that doesn't help. However, of course, you would want to speak with your psychiatrist or whoever prescribes you your antidepressants or anti-anxieties, whatever you're on. Because let's face it, a shit ton of us are on medication. <laughs> Drugs, the best way to go. Um, I just wanted to kind of do a shorter one this time, really get something out there just to uh, let y'all know I'm back back again. Amber's back. Tell a friend, seriously, tell a friend, um, cause I'd like to hit 2000 next month. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe we can get a sponsor sponsorship. If I could say sponsorship, maybe we'll actually get one. Um, but help a girl out, share any of my posts on Instagram at fat girl jokes podcast. Uh, you can email me at fat girl jokes podcast at gmail.com. If you have questions about my burping, yes, it's still happening. Uh, If any of you have gone through it, please email me. I'm scared. Thanks so much for listening and stay fat. Editing Amber here. I just wanted to mention uh, one thing that I completely forgot. Uh, Actually, over the past month of October, I actually have been recording podcasts, but not for fat girl jokes. Um, If you want to hear what I was up to uh, in just basically forcing myself to get some kind of content out, uh, I was actually helping Anthony and his friend Chris, uh, two of the top guys for the network. They have a podcast called Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Now, you can get that on uh, BICBP.com, Spotify, any of that. It's called, again, Anthony... Anthony should stop. It's called Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Uh, We actually did a Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop Getting Spooky season. Spooky season? I don't know. Stop judging me. Anyways, (laughs) I told you this was supposed to be awkward. Sometimes funny, mostly awkward. That's how this rolls. But I was a guest on three episodes We watched scary movies together, and then we kind of um, did our little commentary on it. So if you want to know more about the movies that I watched and how I felt about them, and if you want some ideas on what movies you should watch next, go ahead to Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop and listen to the episodes that I recorded with them. You can probably stop there because they can't get it. Okay, I'm going to go now, but listen to those podcasts. Thanks. Bye. Vibing.